Hi, it's me again, Desiree, and you're watching or listening to Crypto Ramble. The World Economic Forum has been in the news recently, and I wanted to touch on a couple of topics. The first of that is them creating a framework for central banking digital currencies and also having a consortium on the regulation of digital currencies at a global scale. And they definitely stress that not just at a national level. So let's first talk about the central banking digital currencies. It's exactly what it sounds like. They're just giving advice to different banks, national banks mostly, about whether or not it makes sense for them to have a central banking digital currency. And you know what? They a little bit talk about privacy and anonymization, the importance of it, because it might give market signals that actually would be harmful to these economies. But I'm sure they probably mean in a backdoor kind of scenario. Now, I'm pretty anti-government, not to the limits of that, but just for small government, because I don't think we're ready for not having that, though maybe in the future, not to get political. And I think that this is important. I do think that we will expect that states would see the possibility for using this technology to, yes, have control, but also just to improve the existing currencies that they have. And so I thought that this was really interesting and important to keep track of, that this is going on. And they were saying that sometimes it's actually not useful because the speed of payments is already good enough with the traditional financial instruments that we have. But government and state companies might be competing with private companies. Now, they're specifically talking about private companies like Libra. However, I think that Libra should just not exist. And I hope that people can learn to use cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or other privacy coins or Litecoin or Bitcoin Cash or Particle or Dash or all these coins that I can't even say the name without someone thinking that I'm abandoning another project that I like. I hope that people gravitate towards those kinds of coins and not Libra Facebook kind of coins. However, Facebook has a network and they're probably going to be much better at providing coins that people can actually use like regular people like my mom or my dad could first of all hear about and also actually use like it would be so nice if i could say hey just download this app and you can pay me with a uh, bitcoin or i can send you some money or you can send me some money and it's not hard for them to figure out i long like i really long for the day when this could possibly happen but i actually don't think it's gonna happen <laughs> I think that the kind of people who are attracted to technology at the beginning, like me, you know, we're like the first comers, the first adopters, or I should say the second wave, not the first. And that's very different from the people who are going to end up using the technology in the end, the masses, so to speak. I really worry about this battle in the future. And I think that the, the, the World Economic Forum coming up with this advising for central banking digital currencies is a sign of how things can go while i think it's useful and we can't expect that states aren't going to try to utilize the technology to keep the status quo hopefully they can coexist alongside the more be your own bank fight government corruption for the citizens independently of the state and that one doesn't overtake the other and if one does that it's the citizen side but i just hope that they can coexist ideally it's a pipe dream, but maybe the government could even just get back to governing and not necessarily having control because people, citizenry, should be agreeing to be governed. 
And again, I don't want to go to the limits and say you don't hand over any of your money at all because I don't think it's realistic, although it might be ideal when humanity is more developed. But there are different degrees of control. Government is actually agreeing to be governed by other people and that can be done willingly. But most of the times it's not. The people should be able to take a step back when they think that the government is putting too much pressure on them. That's something that's really hard to do and just taking the printing and making of money, what someone was calling legal tender in an interview, because it's legal that makes it official. Taking that back so that people can exchange value amongst themselves without having to use this government-issued legal tender, I think might scale back some of the control that people don't actually give and agree to give to the government anymore. It's just taken from them nowadays. I'm not crazy for saying this. And then in terms of the Global Governance Consortium for Digital Currencies, that's basically the same thing as an advisory, except it's just people talking about what will happen for digital currencies at a global scale and not just give advice to specific countries and banks and whether or not it would make sense for them to start their own digital currency. And it's just the same thing. I see it as a sign of where things could go wrong in terms of the freedom principles behind Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general, the spirit behind that. At the same time, this specific global angle from the World Economic Forum was focusing on banking the underbanked and the unbanked. And I find it a little bit funny when they say this. This is the same thing that Mark Kearney, whose paper I read into a little bit where he was talking about having some sort of stability for developing economies and not having to rely just on the US dollar and also banking the other banks. When they talk about these things, but then they also are really scared of criminals using cryptocurrencies and wanting to have KYC. But then as I just mentioned with the central banks, they actually realize the usefulness of privacy when it's for their own purposes. I just think it's a big contradiction, basically. How are you going to provide banking for people who don't have a salary which is one of the biggest things don't necessarily have an address a stable address which is also one of the biggest things but still have all these anti-money laundering and kyc laws it's a huge contradiction it's kind of funny and i wonder how it's going to work out at the end of the day and i think it's concerning that they're talking about globally and about tackling fragmentation because they realize how many people can create their own digital currencies and basically the competition that can occur, of course, it's probably going to end up that people will convene on using one particular currency the most. Right now, you would say that's Bitcoin. Not everyone involved is what I would consider just for the states. You know, there are people from Ethereum and their NGOs represented, academics, technical people, not just government people. So that's good that they're all talking together, but the way this usually goes down is just trying to fit cryptocurrencies into the box that already exists in terms of how much the state controls people exchanging value with each other which is money and i'm not really a fan of that however it's good that people are talking about it and again we'll just see how it all works out they're calling it the fourth industrial revolution thanks for watching have a great day also, you can follow me on, uh, how do I point at it? All the platforms right there. Bye.